Welcome to the Ryback Show Monday Live. I am the big guy Ryback coming at you. We're also here. We're on TikTok and Instagram, the big guy Ryback22. Guys, it is always presented by Feed Me More Nutrition, premium supplement sweet with stevia and monk fruit. No artificial sweeteners and colors for men and women, vegan friendly, available on Feed Me More. Com. And as always, save 20% just for listening to this show with discount code Ryback Show 20. Ryback Show 2-0. Save 20% on your Feed Me More Nutrition orders, guys. Good to see all of you. I'm uh, deep into a fast here and uh, that I started yesterday. <clears throat> Doing well, having a little coffee, a little grape Zevia. <sighs> I'm really parched. I just had a 90-minute session on my shoulder, across town, came back <laughs> and did more softball and uh, actually figured out a new way to stick a tennis ball on a bamboo stick and put that against the wall and then drive my arm, put that into my trap, and I'm able to get the top of my trap, which I'm not able to get lying on the ground with the softball because you can only get, obviously, a certain surface area and uh, just continuing to to figure the final steps out and uh we had we had some good stuff today uh with with the therapist that i see that does a lot of the manipulation and uh things are things are going well it's uh there's just there's one how many i would say there's we're getting down to the nitty-gritty on the areas of give me trouble like sticking this arm this is my good arm and i go all the way across this arm I can go across, but it doesn't go all the way, and it, I have a, I have feelings of weakness and like I don't want to say necessarily like pain, but where that there's scar tissue in the back of the shoulder still that we got to figure out a way to get that. And she was able to get some of it today when we wrapped up the session. So and that's not as like that sort of thing is is just getting full range of motion, and like I don't want to be weak in any position. And uh, it's just a matter of getting that tissue to stretch. We've really, we've gotten so much of this. So it's, uh, I'm like hanging, I can hang from the pull-up bars pain-free and it feels very normal. Whereas before it was so locked up and tight. Like it just, I it just I knew it, it wasn't right. And uh, so it's just continuing to do day in and day out what I've been doing and applying new techniques, seeing the three therapists every week and uh, my training do everything I do. I can control conditioning, weight training, and just keep getting stronger, keep getting in better shape so that when clearance is, is allowed, as far as when we know we've, okay, we're ready, it's a very short turnaround time for everything else as far as wrestling goes. So that's what's going on with me. Very repetitive as always, but uh, as I've found in my life um, in – Oftentimes, if not almost damn near every time, is in having success and, and getting the results that we want. It's repeating uh, good behaviors over and over and over again. So while it may seem repetitive to some people, uh, that's oftentimes what some people, if not 
almost all people lack is the ability to do work consistently uh, in a beneficial way. So uh, I've taken that that philosophy that has helped me in so many things and just simply applied it to this. And here we are, like I've said, marching down the field in the fourth quarter, and I have no doubt we are going to score. I did have a good 4th of July. I hope all of you had a good 4th of July as well. I was uh, able to watch fireworks here in my backyard. A lot of the neighbors had a a very good uh, assortment, and uh, so we're out by the pool and uh, enjoyed enjoyed a few drinks. And... uh, there was there was all out by me by the desert. There were a lot of the illegal fireworks and, and in the neighborhoods actually, which I'm not as thrilled about that because we actually in the morning there were there were some fireworks in my backyard and a few in the front um, from those big ones when people shoot them off and then they the, the pieces land in your yard and uh, which obviously if I'm home I'm not too concerned but that's how fires and shit happens and, uh, and now with a lot more people out here. There, a lot of people used to buy the fireworks from the stands. You know, like, have you ever seen the regular low? I don't, it depends where you're from, if they're legal or not. But here, since I was a kid, they'd always have the, the TNT stands. And don't get me wrong, those are cool. The little, you light them all off the ground. And they got some pretty decent ones with those. But but once you've seen them, you know, your your whole life, essentially, they they lose appeal. And granted, I've, I've seen some of the best fireworks in the world and, and different things and performing. And so, uh, it's, uh, don't get me wrong. Last night though, there were, there were some pretty cool ones still when they have those illegal ones, they light off. And when like people will light off like anywhere from like eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, up to 20 monster ones, they all sink it up. And man, it is, it's quite the sight. So uh, I didn't spend a damn dollar on fireworks, but I had a hell of a show right from my backyard, had some drinks, beautiful time. Um, so good question on this, Toe, you know. Hello, Ryback. Would you consider hunting your meat instead of being vegan? As hunting saves more animals than buying plants, uh, as when you buy crops, more animals die from that than by hunting. And again, so we, I don't actually, I don't know if you have any numbers on that. And what I would say is though, so that's a horrible argument with that. And and just because in in the crop farming, um, there's ways they don't have to kill all those, all the other little tinier animals and things of that nature, right? And they're also not purposely going and, and torturing as far as uh, to the best of my knowledge. Um, that aside, animals aside, the vegan diet is superior to a meat-eating diet in every way possible. And once you figure that out, now I'm not saying if, if there's if there was something, every once in a blue moon, we were just eating, you're eating, it's clean and getting it from a, is best of a farm that, that, that treats the animals as well as possible. At the end of the day, they're still killing the animals and they don't have to. Right. But at the end of the day, if it, it and there's, and there are more humane ways of doing things. Problem is the majority of people aren't doing this guys. We're destroying the planet. There's the current and we're all eating too much. As far as the people eating meat, they're eating way too much, way too much chicken, way too much fish. We are just, we're just the typical American in the world 
spoiled with all of this and it's destroying the world. And once you understand from a performance standpoint that when you do the vegan diet correctly, man, and you get your sodium under control, which that's another thing, by the way, uh, the book I'm going to recommend to you guys, Salt Wars. It's on Audible. Get the book. It's called Salt Wars. I think Michael Frederick. I'm not, I believe that's it, but it's called Salt Wars. It is a red, red cover on for the book. Um, I'm already into the beginning of it. It's very good on the overconsumption of sodium and what is going on. And I believe uh, is 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 going to be my secret weapon that's not so secret on what's going to fuel me to looking my all-time best and being the healthiest I've ever been along with the vegan diet. Um, now, with that said, you know, why would I go, what's, what, why would I have to go hunt animals when I know that the diet that I'm eating, you know, meat at the end of the day contributes to heart disease. Now, if you're able to, to, to control that and eat very minuscule amounts here and there, but my thing is why? And again, once you understand when you do the vegan diet and don't get me wrong, taste and all that, I get it. And to elaborate on this further with what we're seeing, I just saw the first lab grown sushi places opening in California. Um, and I would be very open to that on occasion for like, I would say, and, and with the lab grown uh, fish at the sushi place that they do, they, they've removed all the toxins and all the mercury. So you're eating clean protein as far as that. What I am interested in, I need to get him for more information on, on this stuff as far as like steak and things of that nature and beef is when they start doing this. Cause I've talked about it here before that is the future. And I think those are the companies and we get away from torturing the animals and we'll find a way to, for animal control and for everything else, every, all the problems people think you're going to have by, by us, not just reproducing cattle to, to torture and mass amounts, right. That in, in to feed them with all the soybeans, 80% of the world's soybean production. And people think then there's far more animals than people on the planet that they're, they're, they're doing this with. So people like will say too, if, if everyone vegan, we would have even more problems. No, we want it with that. But at the end of the day, I think the future is going to be lab grown meat and it's going to be cleaner. And I think uh, technology will prevail in that. And they, that is going to be anyone that, that goes, oh, that's gross. And I go, what you're doing is gross. When, under the current situations with antibiotics and hormones and, and, and diseases. So I think that's going to be the future. I will be interested in seeing with that stuff. And again, they're not going to have studies on this stuff for so long, which is why I think it will be something I will indulge in every once in a blue moon, uh, if that's the case. And where, because don't get me wrong, in the flavor and everything and the taste that a lot of that is, is, but at the end of the day, maybe not. I'm so happy right now with what I'm doing uh, and evolving my diet and getting better and seeing the results from a performance standpoint. So uh, I just, I don't know, man. And again, with, as far as you, what you talk, talk about here with um, is the animals dying and in, in the crops and the plants, you know, there's ways they can improve all of that, by the way. And that's just a matter of companies improving and finding different methods and, and things, but they're not purposely going into the best of my knowledge. And again, there's a lot of factors in this. We're not literally breeding animals to let them suffer and, and torture them with what we're doing under the current, current factory farming methods. So there's so many levels to this and people don't understand and meat eaters, like you guys, you're eating too much. 
and everyone though it's a personal choice you're destroying the planet it's not going to be a personal choice at some point in time as far as under the current current guidelines and current situation that we're in i promise you i absolutely promise you so we need to do and this is where i said nutrition education is key that needs to be implemented into the beginning of, of a child's life uh when they can start learning uh, and again, and we need to, a lot of things that we think are so normal aren't normal. And we all, everyone, I mean, skills, we need to learn and not everyone's going to be able to do it and grow your own vegetables and your fruits and vegetables. Not, not everyone, not, not even close to has, has the land for that. And right over the time, I get it, but we need to do better overall as a whole. Um, and, and, and again, there's so many different things at play with all of this. We're reproducing. I think there needs to be guidelines on reproducing. I think that if you are not capable of taking care of yourself and you don't meet a certain criteria, you shouldn't be allowed to have kids. And this is something we have to look forward to the future with how we are destroying the planet. We are the problem. We are, and for every person that does the right thing, there's a thousand that are doing things just in such destructive ways. So we need to be better. Yeah, man, the vegan food that I eat, I just did the new feeding time video today with Tarantino's vegan restaurant. I tell you, you're not going to miss a thing. And that's not stuff you just eat all the time, right? And that's what I've taught, and I talk about that. But for a cheat meal, maybe you do it twice a week for something like that. It, it very easily could fit into your diet. Uh, but the, the more we could stay to eating fresh fruits and vegetables and plants and, and things, guys, you know, rice black rice black rice is something i knew nothing about i love black rice black rice is great for your skin great for your face my massage therapist she goes saw me today she goes, she goes she goes you look younger every time i see you and i go i go i honestly believe in, like i was telling her about the sodium and this is the beginning of we're a week in change now we 10 days in on on the on the eating normal sodium normal not even low normal right? Under 2,300 milligrams a day. And I'm probably going to drop that even more and probably drop it to closer to 1,500. Um, because in that book, everything I'm reading, I think it's truly going to be a key to staying youthful and keeping inflammation down and even making blood flow even better, allowing endurance to be better, allowing the protein that I'm consuming to work better, to build more muscle as I continue to improve and get healthier and get older. But we've been so spoiled, and this book, Salt Wars, talks about this a lot on all the foods. Would you guys know going out to eat? And the book talks about it, and this is just in the beginning. If you go out to eat at your, your fast food restaurant or dine-in restaurants, not fast food, dine-in restaurants are the biggest culprits uh, of, of high sodium in the meals. There are meals at many of the restaurants that we go to, all of us go to, or have gone to, with meals between seven and 12,000 milligrams of sodium per meal. We are supposed to be at 2,300 milligrams or less in that 1,500 to 2,300 milligram or in that vicinity. Seven to 12,000 in one meal. That's why I'm telling you guys. And, and the book even says that the, the average numbers of people are closer to that in the 4,000 milligram range, not 3,400 that they've been saying. I think they're purposely saying that so people don't freak out. I truly believe the average American is way, way above what they are saying, with especially Americans and everybody with condiments and things. 
I would say we are way, way, way over. And I, I don't, I have no way of estimating. All I know is if a guy like me, and again, I'm only eating four meals a day now these days. I used to eat a lot more and I was using condiments and things. I don't even want to know at its highest what I was consuming. I don't, I don't want to know. I just know it was ridiculous. And I'm probably luckily sweated a lot and trained like crazy. And so I was able to probably, you know, excrete a lot of that through sweating. But even then, never could have been as lean as I could have been. And, and my body was working harder than it needed to be working with that. But I think you got it. It's the one thing we're not, it's not talked about enough. And I go, why is it not talked about? And it's the number one, one of the number one uh, contributors uh, to, again, heart disease, hypertension, uh, and people dying, dying young. And I go, why isn't this talked about more? That It kills more people than COVID. Why isn't the news, the war on salt, because there's so much money invested from all these companies, nobody wants to change with it. So, and, and that just makes perfect sense when you know the way the world works. And I go, that is, why don't they talk about this more? And yet all these experts are telling us, got to get the sodium down, got to get the sodium down. And the communities around the world that eat super low sodium diets, that the world, that's what we used to eat, right? We would get a little bit here and there. We used to consume much, much less overall are the healthiest people on the planet. It's not a coincidence. What do we got going on, guys? All right, let's see. We got a super, super chat from Christina. Good to see you. Is it best to lose than gain or does it matter? I think it depends on what your goals are on that as far as is it best to lose weight first or gain weight first now if you're severely overweight it's going to make sense you need to lose weight you need to get healthier with that and i and i always say it, it depends on on where you're at health wise what symptoms or things you have uh what pre-existing conditions you're just your medical condition uh, which, which requires going to a doctor and get a, getting a physical and getting a checkup getting lab work done you need to know uh, what's best as far as your health, where you, where you currently stand, you know, I think the lower we keep our body fat in, in terms of a health and healthy ranges, uh, you never want to let that go, uh, too crazy. And even people, you know, oftentimes people in, in the fitness and bodybuilding worlds are the unhealthiest people on the planet. I've seen in, uh, in women and ones I know, uh, they're like, Oh, I'm dirty bulking. And they're just putting on all this body fat. They're lazy. At the end of the day, all they're looking to do, they're just, they think that because they go to the gym for an hour a day or an hour and a half, they can eat like shit all the time and they're, I'm dirty bulking. No, you're, you're being lazy. And so it, it, you want to keep your body fat levels in check at all times. It, it, it serves no purpose to let that skyrocket and, and, and our health will suffer in the long run and the short term as well doing that. And you pick up, you eat a lot of junk food like that. With that, you with the sugar and the sodium in the foods, that's the stuff that's giving everyone these ridiculous cravings where you think you can't ever, you guys, when you like, oh, I do a 24-hour fast, you're like, oh, my God, I can't go an hour without eating. Or I can't go two hours. That's because you're eating all the wrong stuff. Your body's so out of whack. And you got to start doing these little things and making adjustments so that you have control of your life because you don't have control with this. But as far as is it better to lose or to gain, it depends on your goals and what you're trying to do. I think it's always good to get your body fat down and do it as, as 
into a low range um, before you're going to do a bulk, but it depends on what your time frame is, what your goals are, and what you're doing it for, right? If you know you're 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 John Jones and you're training to get you to be heavyweight in the UFC, you know, and you're on a time frame, you know, you're 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 and you maybe you're not, you're happy with where your current body fat level is. Doesn't matter. You're trying to get to to a certain weight, and then you can cut down cut down after. Right, but you got to make sure you can get to a certain weight first. You want to do as cleanly and as good as possible. But he's on a time frame, right? There's a certain as far as a sense of urgency with things. But for most people, if you're not working within something like that, you know, get your body fat down first, depending on where it's at, then go from there. Let's see where that other super chat went. I saw that, buddy. Thank you for the correct question. We got another one here. Uh, that was uh, the same one. Where'd that other one? I don't see the other one. Should I eat more cooked or raw vegetables? I think always, you know, I I think doing both. I like to cook my performance meals. Um, but at the same time, like my tomatoes, I'll usually have two tomatoes every day with the potassium salt. And, you know, the other day, my I was, I'm tracking my sodium since I've switched to like my doing my big pot of red beans, navy beans, pinto beans, and black beans, um, in in lentils and quinoa uh, and black rice, and I make all these balanced meals with my kale and cilantro and parsley and some red onion and peppers and and I just bought a bunch of new seasonings and, and sauces actually uh, on Amazon, low to no sodium uh, seasoning. The seasoning I got it or a six pack of no sodium seasoning. I can't wait to try it. I think it's really going to add more flavor to my meals. And then uh, some Thai peanut low-sodium sauce and more hot wing sauce with that. Uh, but I think a balance of that stuff, you know, I think raw vegetables are great for snacks. You know, especially if you got a, a low-sodium dipping sauce or you're using a little bit, depending on if you're vegan or not, and you know you're using like a, a vegan ranch or, or whatever you're using, uh, and you're consuming, you know, some broccoli and celery, some carrots, I think that kind of stuff is great raw like that, right? Um, and then the other stuff I like, you know, to cook with my performance meals. But that kind of stuff is great for snacks late at night. I tell you guys, there's so much, um, and it's so satisfying when you really start getting into this and, you're, and your palate adjust. Fruits and vegetables, like, man, I love my fruit bowl in the morning that I do. It's so good. I enjoy fruit more than I ever have. And the sugar, and it, 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 it hits your body different than processed sugars and carbohydrates. And, that, and that's what I'm finding. And I'm just like, I'm seeing areas that I held on to body fat uh, that was always stubborn is just melting off. And I know too, and like with the sodium now being normal. And I go, I go, man, this is like tapping into the fountain of youth. But a lot of us, and I, I tell you guys, this is why I want you to read the book Salt Wars. I, I could solve a lot of your problems with that book right there alone on a lot of you with weight issues. And I think if we start becoming more conscious of our sodium, there's not enough people talking about this. And it, it, it's, it's the, one of the biggest, if not the most important thing um, that we need to be looking out for. And we're going to, a lot of the weight that people are holding on to, you're going to lose and you're going to, you're going to feel so much better and get rid of a ton of inflammation. Yeah, so here we go. This is Justin. What's up, buddy? 
maybe get my coffee cup the correct way. One time I stayed at the MGM in Vegas during a bodybuilding competition. And this one guy said he had five Big Macs, three large fries, and two large drinks just for himself. Dirty bulk and is real in that world. 100%. This all started in the bodybuilding magazines, too, with all the, the roided out bodybuilders. These guys were trying to play this. You're dealing with guys that don't have the best genetics for size to begin with, which is usually oftentimes... Oftentimes you'll see guys that are really like big in shape. I like to say like with similar genetics to me where you can put on size fairly easily where you're not, you don't feel this drive and desire to like do steroids because you're just big, you're in shape, you have certain genetics. There's a portion of people out there that can't get that no matter what. So they turn to steroids and then they become massive steroid addicts when they get addicted to that whole world. But they need to consume so many calories for their metabolism that they start doing that. And that's why you see those guys that... It's in combination with all the steroids and their eating habits. They're just so unhealthy with that. And they have a lot of them aren't good with nutrition. Some are, some, not very many, some. The majority have no clue with that. And, uh, and they do stupid shit like that. And then regular people that are like, man, I want to put on weight. I'm going to do that too. One, you're not taking all the steroids they're, they're taking. And then two, you don't realize that all the damage you're doing to yourself, you know? What do we got going on? Another super chat. I'm a WFPB. Great platform. Thanks, big guy. Thank you very much, Christina. And I'm glad uh, I could hopefully help out a little bit. We're all just trying to learn here. We're going to go ahead and uh, throw him down a pit of spikes. Yeah, good question here. What do I think of Matt Stoney? Oh, saludos from Mexico. Hola, mi amigo. Uh, mi, muy bien, ¿y tú? Uh, what do I think of Matt Stoney's videos? And for the people listening that don't know who Matt Stoney is, you can type his name in YouTube. Uh, his videos are so he, the guy is probably one of the, the best YouTube channels as far as content, as far as what the amount of views that he uh, generates on his videos. And I will say the the ability to consume the amount of food that he does, and he's a very he's not big at all, he's tiny actually. This guy can consume as much food, if not more food, than anyone on the planet in record time for, for time, uh, for distance. The guy is um he's a freak of nature with that. That said, uh, in learning the things, uh, and I've done some of those videos on YouTube, nowhere near anywhere near anything what he did. I did a few of the little quick speed eating ones and I think I can consume food pretty damn fast. And, and I've done pretty damn decent at some of them. But the, the as far as the big videos with like the amount of food and eating the entire menu of Chick-fil-A or eating, I mean, you, you, it's, it, you're constantly, he's constantly trying to outdo himself and he can, the guy's more than capable of it. Um, with that, the amount of sodium uh, and calories and, and just harmful things he's consuming all at once and the stress that he's putting on his body um, is something I would say I don't think he's going to be able to do forever. Uh, I think there has to come a point where, and I don't know how old he is now, he's been doing it for quite some time, where he's going to have to say, uh, I might have to not do this anymore. And we saw that with like the man versus food guy. He eventually had to stop as he got older in his health. 
he had some serious health complications. You know, Matt, I don't know if Matt, I would assume Matt throws up after he does his videos. I can't say that with a, with a hundred percent fact. I don't know if he's admitted to it or not. I don't know. I don't know if it's something he doesn't talk about, doesn't want people to know. Uh, I don't see how he consumes all that. And, and again, maybe he does and just goes to bed, but I mean, all the sugars. And for, so from a diabetic standpoint, I would assume he throws that stuff up as soon as pop the video's over to get it out of his body, which is unhealthy in a whole other way. And the stress you're causing, swings you're causing in your body, right? And even with that, some of those videos go over an hour. He's digesting, and, and a lot of that sugar and, and stuff and, and sodium is getting into the bloodstream regardless. But the guy doesn't, as far as from a weight standpoint, he doesn't look like he's ever put on a pound with it. Um, I just don't, I think it, it's something, you know, it, it's his life and he's going to do what he, he does. And the videos get great views because it's so extreme. And there's other guys like him out there that do very similar things. You know, I, it, it, I, I don't, it's not something I would want to want to do regularly and won't. And now knowing, you know, even to, you know, he does videos where he's done like the entire, these do like monster jar of pickles where they're consuming God knows how much sodium, right. That are in those jars. I mean, it's a ridiculous amount. I mean, thousands upon thousands, probably in the, in the, the size jar. I got I wouldn't be shocked if he's done videos where he's consuming 20, 30, 40, 50,000 milligrams of sodium. I wouldn't throw, I, I, I guarantee you there's videos that, that he's done that much. So it's, uh, we'll just have to see. I, I, I think it's a dangerous game though, in a way. I'm not a big chips guy, believe it or not, guys. The Ruffles video, I didn't even buy those. They were sent to me. Those were Canadian Ruffles um, and sent to me uh, by a, a fan to my P.O. box. that sent me a box of Canadian treats, so I used the chips to do the video. I should thank her again for that because that video is about to hit a million here on uh, on YouTube. Yeah, I actually got to check. Uh, that's a good question. I'll check back because I had them ready to go. Uh, I got to actually put in quite a few reorders tomorrow uh, when I get my inventory report uh, for Feed Me More Nutrition on everything. And uh, maybe I'll pop an order in for those food trays. I forgot about that with the Feed Me More Nutrition Hungry logo. I know a lot of people uh, seemed interested in those. Um Super chat from Mitchell. Hey, Shotanis, uh, could you explain what it was like waiting behind the curtain for your Feed Me More and doing your entrance? I always look forward to yours. Thank you very much. Um, a lot of fun, always. And always is to, to uh, you know, I've come out to some pretty, uh, pretty cool pops, if you will, uh, on, from TV with being put in some really cool scenarios. Uh, to generate uh, uh, a massive reaction, uh, which is always very, very cool. I'm so caught up in the in the moment, though. Uh, it's sometimes I have to go back, and, and it's one of those things you go back and watch. You go, whoa! I remember just because in the back, I'm always I would always pour usually two ice cold bottles of water uh, on me, and uh, and that was always that's where the wake up came from uh, because that was my way of waking up in the back because I'd be very calm. And very at times, and the that would that would put me into fight mode almost, if you will, 
uh, and I do it. They have a trash can and gorilla position, and I would, I would pour one bottle, and then I would pour another. I would try to time it. Sometimes there would be breaks and things that would get added on, and then I'd have to go grab another bottle or two. And I hated wasting water uh, like that. But that was always the routine, and it would get the nerves like just kind of everything woken up. And uh, I feel like it would help me get my eyes to the crazy, the crazy eyes. And um, so that was always kind of the pregame ritual and uh, very grateful always. Uh, live events, a lot of fun going out and hearing those crowds and um, very, really, really cool men. So that, that, that was usually the routine. And it was, you know, it was always an experience. That's for sure. They did, did a fantastic job on the theme song. I, I'm very grateful that I have uh, a theme song that I feel resonated with the people. Uh, and it was very important. Uh, to me uh, and having great theme music because I believe it's one of the most important things to getting over. I believe the character is, is really a big chunk of that, but without the music, the character, you got to have the music for the character. And then once that happens, it's, then it's the character and then they complement each other. But I think, you know, if you're debuting and you don't have the right music, um, I think it hurts you and it, it can prevent you from getting over. Whereas if you got the badass music already at play, it takes that out of the equation and it allows, it creates excitement and then it allows people to be more open to you. Uh, because getting over in wrestling is is not easy. That's why it's not, you see, not majority can't do it. Some can, majority can't. It's not easy. And it takes, there's it's having a thorough understanding of what it takes to get over and a confidence in yourself to completely let loose and to just, and, and it's all energy based. It is all energy based, and I and I firmly believe that. Let's see what we got here, silly boy Sonia. You and Otunga were my favorite members of Nexus. I feel like Otunga could have been a solid U.S. champ with his law gimmick with John Laurinaitis. Yeah, I love David a lot. Um, David to his physique is 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 ridiculous, especially these days. He, he looks fantastic because he's gotten older. And me and Dave always have gotten along. We actually tagged. Uh, the night that I broke my ankle in Hawaii, we were we were actually scheduled. If I'm not mistaken, we were we were going to feud with the Hart Dynasty, and I believe me and Otunga were going to win the tag titles. And that all came to a halt um, when I broke my when I broke my ankle uh, on that, and I felt horrible with that. And I liked tagging with Dave a lot, um, and I think we it would have I think it would have really helped each other. Uh, and it, it, we were both so new, and I think. Um, and I was still finding myself, too, in a way, uh, as far as who I was identity-wise, because Skip Sheffield, as we knew it, was going to start – I was more, much more serious, which was – I was essentially Ryback in Nexus, just with a stupid name, right? Um, but it all happened – everything was a blessing the way that it worked out at the end of the day. But I do think – I do agree. I think Dave uh, definitely – had potential with things and it never really uh, it just wasn't the roles never, never went all the way um, with that. And I think Dave could have done a, a fantastic narcissistic Lex Luger type gimmick as well with the way that and he did a little bit with it on raw. I always really enjoyed that and thought that had legs. Um, and Dave always worked really hard. But Dave was, and Dave was such a nice guy. He would be always in again, maybe wrestling experience wise, you know, he came in and he hadn't wrestled and, but he worked really hard and he applied and he, I thought Dave was is good at speaking um, and with his words and in, in, in other aspects of his character. Um, 
you know, where I think he could have been used better for sure. Uh, in that, and um, but I thought he always did fantastic for anything that was ever asked of him, and he's done well in his life. I'm, I'm super proud of him. Uh, and anytime I see him, last time I saw Dave was in the uh, Las Vegas airport a few years ago. I was coming back um, from one of probably one of my last shows that I did, and uh, and he was um, he was here for I think the Mr. O the bodybuilding thing, and he was flying out, and I had just got in. And we just literally ran into each other. We both like, like our Starbucks and uh, had like a little 10 minute, 15 minute conversation catching up. And it's like with guys like that, it's like you never miss a beat. Um, he has his life and things. We follow each other on social media. And uh, I always enjoy it. I love seeing him with his son growing up. And he's uh, I think he's a fantastic father. So it's cool to the guys to, to be able to still social media is good in that regards, in my opinion, too. For, for people that you know and want to follow. And uh, you don't even have to talk to them all the time, but you can keep up with their lives. You know, that's one of the cool positives of social that's probably not talked about enough. What's up, Jake? Good to see you, buddy. Jake Truman, my relationship with my girlfriend of over a year ended today. Need some advice from the awesome big guy. One, uh, I hope you're doing all right, man. Um, something I learned <clears throat> many years ago and it's not always easy, uh, but every relationship has a purpose. Every relationship is not meant to uh, last forever. I think uh, it, it, the key in all of it, regardless of how it ends, uh, of what happened, is to be respectful uh, of each other's uh, wants, uh, and depending if it's a mutual thing or just a singular thing. But I think if you're able to Keep the mindset that that every relationship uh, isn't meant to last forever uh, and be grateful for the time that you had uh, and, and, and look at the positives of the situation of, of what was good. Uh, and then the things that weren't good that you will be able to take from uh, and apply at a later date in a new relationship um, will serve you greatly. It's all our mindset. Now, if you take it as a negative and you, and you hold a lot of animosity and, and negativity and, and hate and, and constantly messaging and, and, and focus, you know what I'm saying? It's just not, not a healthy behavior. Then, you know, then things aren't going to be good. But I think if you take what I said and kind of apply that and give it some time, obviously, whenever, and especially if you're really, you know, it's one of the deals, it's a real heartbreak. And, and I've been there, like, it, you just got to give it time. But that's where a positive mindset and staying active not dwelling, not, not, you got to keep moving, keep moving. And, and you're going to be sad. You're going to miss at different times because there's an attachment in that. And there's memories that are ingrained in the brain. I think it takes time with it. But if you focus on the positives and be grateful for the experience and truly in your heart, want the best for them. I think it allows you to shift out of the negative as quickly as possible and, and kicking ass again and sooner rather than later. That would be what I what I have to say on that. But hope you're doing well, buddy, and uh, always appreciate seeing you here. Uh, I'm a big fan of Kale. Yeah, I believe Kale is much better to consume than lettuce. I think if you're going to do salads, Lettuce has very little nutritional value. Lettuce, though, can be beneficial from the standpoint of getting some bulk, of consuming more. 
Uh, I would say you're better off though doing kale and spinach salads. If you could buy the the either fresh or the the bagged kale, I love the bagged kale. It's the same thing. It's just bagged with it. Um, with with the spinach leaves, I think you're getting so much more bang for your buck nutrition wise on that than regular lettuce. Now, if you mix a little lettuce in with that, I'm cool with that, and I think that, that can help. But I think kale and, and spinach salads for sure are better. Strongest wrestler I worked with, Biggie. Me and Biggie. I would Biggie was definitely Biggie's a freak of nature. Yeah, Joseph, you're already keeping your sodium at 2,500 milligrams or less and feel the difference already. I'm telling you, it is. I could tell in my body on things, I, my, I, I, I keep getting more and more limber. And I go, I was consuming so much and doing all these things that was that was producing so much inflammation in my body. I, I wasn't even giving myself a chance to overcome this. And that's why I look at things. And when you keep the mindset that everything happens for your favor and benefit, the, the world kind of blesses you in a way. And, and the energy of the universe and God, it kind of blesses you. To good things when you keep that mindset. Not always easy. But. Walter, good. Okay, okay. So I'm going to bring something to your attention on these. Hey, big guy, I, I tried the Beyond Italian sausage yesterday. It was really good. I agree. Uh, it was my favorite part of my breakfast in the morning. The problem with them is, is each sausage has 500 milligrams of sodium. I was consuming two of them. So what I might do though, and because my diet, I do need a little bit of salt in my diet. And because I was looking, I might, what I'm going to probably end up doing is doing one uh, meal of the, the, the three meals that I eat during the day. One of those meals having the beyond uh, meat or the no evil. And it will, it will allow me convenience wise to get a good amount of sodium in. And then where I'm not getting as much throughout the others, and where it will keep me at the number that I want to kind of stay at. Um, and because I do enjoy that stuff. It's just I, I eat in the, for the protein. I was eating a little too much. Not like a ton, but I was eating a little bit with every meal. And that those sodium numbers can creep up. I think if you just limit yourself to it one time a day, and then you really focus on fresh food, foods. And I, I'm telling you guys, buying beans, buying things fresh and organic is cheaper if you buy when you cook it yourself. And like I learned like beans, you let them soak for like anywhere all day, like or you put beans in a big pot of water, cook mass, cook them for the week, put them in a pot and let them soak overnight. And then you cook them for like three or four hours on a low, low temperature the following day with the lid on. And they come out really, really nice. You got beans all week. And then uh, for the beans, it's 113 grams cooked is a serving size where I'm getting 10 grams of protein, 25 grams of carbs and five grams of fiber. So I'll do two servings with two of my meals on that. And then this is how, and then I figure in and I've measured out all my other food. I got the numbers in my food. I know how much lentils, I know how much a serving. And I'm able to then, I, what I'll do is I'll do this for a few weeks of actually eyeballing it onto the scale into my pan. And then once in my, it'll, then I'll understand, I go, okay, I know how much I need to be putting in roughly. Then I won't have to measure it every single damn time. And this is, I get good at that because it's repetition and then you then you understand portion sizes, and then life gets really easy. Now I'm 
and ideally I want to be able to do this and meal prep and put them in my, my things. And then, but I like cooking my food fresh too on the stove with certain things. So it's a balance with that. But I think if you limit the, the, the beyond stuff to once a day, um, and, and, and making sure you're kind of tracking your sodium with other things, you'll be all right then. I agree. They're my favorite of all the plant-based meats, though. Uh, I fist bumped you at a WWE event. That was always, I always was big on the fist bump. To, um, I was a big Psycho Sid fan growing up. And still, the guys, I, to me, I, I mean, Psycho Sid Vicious, it, it was was so over. Uh, he was he was truly the man, the master and ruler of the universe. <laughs> I, I absolutely loved him, man. When him, man, him, Diesel, the power bombs, the monster, oh, those guys, those guys were, were kick-ass. There's, there's guys, those guys, there's just not guys like that in wrestling anymore because they were cool too. And they, they knew how to work. They knew how to work their size. They knew how to work their gimmick. They just knew how to work. They knew how to work the big, strong style, man. It, it, it's like, you know, I feel like if there was a guy like that came along today, he'd be doing handstands and gymnastics and trying to show people that he, he could do stuff that other, and I'm like, man, those were the guys. Thank you for watching Elimination Chamber. That was, uh, the match went to all hell, but uh, it was a fun, it was a fun experience nonetheless. So there was a good question on there. Let me see. Yes, sodium essentially uh, is salt. Is like as far as there's different way. It, it's you're you're tracking sodium though. There's I because I know like there's certain there's a difference, but it's sodium is what we're tracking essentially, and sodium is in salt. With that, I got to look. I'll be able to give you a better explanation on that tomorrow, Captain Sloppy. But sodium is what we're tracking essentially. Appreciate everyone uh, joining Instagram and TikTok. We got uh, uh, the video where the guy, the kid jumped on the guy's head. Uh, and I was told that the guy was all right. Well, from the video that I saw it from. Uh, and I know other people are commenting he died. A lot of kids just will do that just to get attention in the, in the chat and everything. Um, it looked horrific, though. That video, I think, has over 5 million views in, like, 16 hours or 17 hours on TikTok has a hundred and like three or something on Instagram, which is nowhere near what it should, but it's at least doing decent on Instagram. And then on Twitter, it didn't do anything. Um, I think it was at 3% impressions, which is above the 0 0.5 to one. Um, but the engagement was over 10. I think the engagement was 12% and they're not showing it to people. And it's again, so I posted that, but TikTok always, man, is my platform because there's no suppression on my account there. So things are allowed to take off. Whereas on the other ones, I've never had a video going a million views on Instagram, not one that I can remember on anything. Um, even though, despite having a following where it should. And then uh, in Twitter is since 2016, just absolutely piss poor. So, but hoping to get that all resolved as quickly as possible.
Justin, have I tried a mud water um, coffee alternative? No, I'll have to. I'll look that up though. I have not heard of that. Uh, I, yeah, I'm approaching. Uh, next week will be 11 months vegan. Uh, what's my favorite non-vegan food that I miss? That's a great question. Um, you know, so when I do like in, in with the vegan, like on the Beyond Burgers and like Modern Vegan has their burgers there, I think are better to me than regular hamburgers. Now, I really, really like their Beyond Big Mac was better than a regular Big Mac by a thousand times better. So I don't miss that that kind of stuff. I will say... You know, I've had Cafe Nofer had the the chicken wings where you um, and they have them on a stick and the texture is very, very good. And you have the buffalo sauce and the ranch. It is it is very, very close. Uh, I would I would like to try those with a, a garlic Parmesan as well. I got to check those out next time I'm there and see if they can do a garlic Parmesan because that's something I do. Those I used to love when I would have the garlic Parmesan wings from Buffalo Wild Wings or Pizza Hut and the Buffalo Wings as well. But I, I feel like I get my fix when I've done the, the food videos with those. Uh, I'm, so my answer is going to be the garlic Parmesan wings. And um, I was always a big fan of Texas Day Brazil. All the sodium, by the way, on, is why they make those meats taste so good in the garlic seasoning. And, uh, and I would eat – my card was green. Big guy go to Texas Day Brazil. That card's green for a couple hours, guys. I just leave it. I don't even. I don't even flip it over. I just let them pile meat up. Just put it. Just. I just tell them whatever you just walk by. Just put. Give me. Give me one. Hit me up. Give me. Give me one. Hit me. And. Uh, but I'll say with the vegan foods, like I don't miss like I like the Philly cheesesteak that I had at Cafe Nofer. That was the best Philly cheesesteak I've ever had on that. And so in, in a lot of it's seasoning and flavoring. So, but it, to answer your question with that stuff, I do miss occasionally ever, not like like garlic Parmesan wings. Like, oh man, that sounds good. But it's the seasoning I miss more than anything. It's not the wing. Cause like I've never gotten chicken wings and I don't know. And I, I'm sure there are people out there, but how many times do you just order chicken wings with no sauce, no dip, and you just eat the wings plain? Not that good. So it's not really, you know, it's, it's just the seasoning. And that's what was always explained to me by Austin Aries. And I go, you know, you're right. And so, you know, that's where a lot of the plant-based versions actually taste better with this stuff. And the seitan and the way they're able to make the meats, the the, the plant-based meats and the texture, you know, are fantastic. So that's going to be, I appreciate you asking that because I'm going to try to get me some garlic Parmesan Maybe that'll be the next cheat meal. I'll see if a place can do. There's a few wing places that do the vegan wings. See if they can do me some garlic parmesan. Thank you for the wake up unlimited energy. Yeah, man, our pre-workout is second to none. If you guys suffer from a lack of energy, I can't stress this enough. Check out my Feed Me More Nutrition Wake Up Unlimited Energy. Zero calories. It's fasting and keto safe. We have pink lemonade, mango candy, and green apple. Guys, I take it first thing in the morning when I do my morning work. It's I love waking up and having – I sit out back with the dogs, let Sophie and little guy go to the bathroom, 
Sophie likes to get some sun early, early in the morning. And usually it's not too hot out there yet. And I'll just sit out there and I have the view of the pool, of the waterfall, the palm trees, and I'll drink my uh, half my wake up limited energy out there. Then come in, I'll fill it back up, start cooking my performance meal uh, and get all ready. I get my ice packs, get everything all ready. And then uh, I eat my morning meal, eat my fruit, my performance meal. And I do my morning work for about three or four hours and um, and kind of get my day all, all geared up. What, what, what I'm going to do for the day and what workout I'm going to do and what all I have to get done. So, but I highly suggest it. it it's uh, and, and the products are also going to be on Amazon here. I think a lot of them are already the shell shock, extreme fat burner though, uh, working with a company uh, with the goal of getting it to the, to the a bestseller on Amazon. Uh, I think, I think we're going to do it. I think I really believe in them. The, I got to go check and see if they got the product pages uh, up, but they've been approved. They did a really good job, and uh, I anticipate some big, big sales with the Shell Shock, uh, as it's our bestseller already. But moving forward on Amazon, yeah, guys. I apologize, everyone on Instagram or TikTok. I'm not. I don't do the. I don't uh, go live when I'm on there because I'm, I'm talking with everybody streaming and this is streamed. It goes right out to podcast. Um, all the podcast, uh, spit it out, junior, all the podcast platforms out there, uh, shortly after the show, uh, finishes every, every time. So that's why I try to do a better job because sometimes I could forget that and we're live. I try to, if you ever wonder like why I will repeat a question a certain way or, it's to give context to the people listening uh, on audio only uh, exactly what the hell I'm talking about. Because <laughs> otherwise, if I just kind of like see something and respond to something but don't recite it, it's um, that if you're not following live on, on Twitch or, or, or Ryback TV or Periscope, then you might be like, what the hell? Uh, can I please eat the Beyond Sausage Sandwich at Dunkin', which has hash browns? I did that already. There's a video. Uh, YouTube that. There's. I've already done that video, buddy, on there. A good chance if it's vegan. They have uh, done a lot of food videos. Those things add up over time. Ah, who was the most? Big Show was, uh, Big Show was the easiest to shell shock. The other two don't. Didn't like it picked up as much, but they, but but they still. Mark could jump really good. I would say I'm going to go with Tenzai. I think his Tenzai was a little more beat up, and uh, his build was a little different. And but I I shell shocked him. We did I did um, before we did the 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 one that where I didn't get him. That was all my fault. <clears throat> I'd already shell shocked him. I think twice before that with ease and. And that was part of the problem too. I, I think it was just got too comfortable when you got guys of that weight. You got to make sure you're hooked. His build was different. Where I got to make sure I'm under. I, I I didn't get low enough on him because if I did, it's easy. The weight was the problem was I I front loaded him where I was trying to pick him up from like his mid lat. It's just it was just physically impossible for the weight to swing up the way that I was doing it. To no fault of the zone. Ah. <sighs> 
Uh, no, there never was any issues with Mark um, picking him up. We always, anytime we ever needed to do it, we did it. I will say I might have been the most, uh, he's just such a large human being. He's 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 a very he's built he's very thick way he was back then. Uh, would I ever consider being a trainer in NXT? I'm not even remotely. I'm not even. That's not even a thought that I've literally never thought that once. I'm concerned with going back wrestling and being in my prime for many many years. Not even that's not even on my brain. I'm not even. I'm not even close to being. My worst years are already behind me. My pain and being done, like those 34, 5, 6, 7, and 8, I'm all better pretty much now. Um, and that's not – and I'll never go back to what I was pain-wise again. So, But I, I don't even – that's not even – that's not so – I'm I'm more um, – and I'm going to say never to that. I'm such an, an entrepreneur mindset in business, uh, and I, I think I'll always be involved. I like the creative aspect of pro wrestling. Um and the physical, I don't, I get mad at people because I don't think, I, I don't think I'd be a good trainer because I, I, as far as knowing physically what I, I just, I just not, I just wouldn't want to, the time, anything, just not, not my thing. You miss uh, Judge Ryback, Judge Ryback. Yeah. We're going to have to uh, maybe do another Judge Ryback video. I was always a steak guy, you know, but when I, when I talk about it, I, I, chicken-wise, I always grilled chicken and stuff, but the, I was always a chicken wing guy. Like, if I'm going to eat, like, as far as if I'm, if, you know, health-wise, grilled chicken when I was doing it, and then the, but chicken wings were like a treat, like a cheat meal. Those, but the steak, it was, if I'm eating at the time, like, if I was eating steak or chicken, I would eat more steak than chicken. And that's not healthy. That was very unhealthy. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Lashley or Goldberg versus Lashley. Yeah, um, I think the big money. You know, they're going to do what what they what they want to do with all of that, and uh, it, it is what it is. I don't. I don't. I like. I like Bobby a lot. I'm. I and I hope as long as Bobby keeps the title, uh, I would like to see Bobby have an even longer title reign. I think if Brock comes back, I think Brock is coming back to go over Lashley, and because Brock will be smart, but Brock will get a deal worked out where you know, and that's the game. You know, I think it would be it would be cool to see Bobby go over Brock, but I think if Brock's been gone and comes back, Brock put over guys on his way out. I think Brock is coming back and, and going to go over. Um, I don't know what the long term plans are with Goldberg. Goldberg's put over some guys here lately as well, which I think is great. Uh, I think that will, I think there's still, um, I think it's an intriguing matchup. Goldberg's getting a lot older and he's not active at all as far as in, in ring wrestling. <clears throat> I don't know what that match is like. I, I mean, we, I, I think it's the same formula for the, for all of his, right? Uh, but I do think it would generate still attention regardless. And I think at WWE is just milking everything they can, um, in the final matches of Goldberg and, and giving him his, his 
those those big matchups. And so with that and his age and, you know, every year adds up with this stuff. And every six months, you, you know, when you get to that point and injuries and so it may be getting the whatever they can left out of out of Bill. And I think it's great. I think Bill he has a, a large fan base and if they do good business, they do they do good business. So I I think Brock versus Lashley is definitely money. And I like Lashley being heel with Brock. I really, really do. But I think that's a very physical man. Man, Lashley's a badass. I love Lashley. I'm happy for all of his success and going back and uh, actually, because he was a guy that should have had that his first time around. But it's all come together for him. He came back and they didn't pull the trigger with him multiple times again. And uh, and finally, I think he's he's really. I always liked him and Leo Rush together. I thought him and Leo together was was big money. Um, but I think they found something uh, great in a different way with him and MVP that for whatever reason just works. And uh, and I think MVP is. Uh, very, very key to Bobby's success uh, from a character development standpoint. Uh, good question I saw there on the personal training. Let me get to that. Uh, Ryback, hey, Mitchell again, buddy. Ryback, I got my job as a personal trainer. Do you possibly have any advice or tips? Thanks. I hope to have my own gym someday, Lord willing. Congratulations. Uh, I think genuinely want to help people care about your, the people you're training. Uh, I knew a, a couple trainers here in Vegas. One of them was fantastic and he had a, a wide uh, array of clients and he would talk to me when I was younger, 20 years old, working at Gold's gym, Joe Peroni, great guy. He lives in Vegas. I wish I talked to him more. He, uh, <clears throat> he was very good to me. Joe would talk about uh, the client's needs. And there's some people that just need emotional support. There's people that and they're, they're, they're going to use you just to have someone to talk to while they're training. Uh, there's going to be others that have bigger goals. Uh, and, and my thing is, though, truly, genuinely uh, help people and get them in shape. And, and, and But also, uh, you're going to be able, be able to adjust and communicate uh, depending on their needs. And that's going to take a little time and um, being able to read people and seeing um, and building relationships for them. But don't stop learning. I think, you know, like I'm always, I don't know everything. I'm always trying to learn though and get better uh, and evolve. And, and I think if you keep that mindset and uh, use your time to learn about health and fitness as much as possible, you know how I do this and I talk about things and I and I don't know all the all the answers of things, but I tell you guys what I'm learning about. Uh, and then hopefully you guys can go down that path with me and you start reading and like you get the book Salt Wars or different things that I suggest, the plant-based athlete and different things. And I think if you're able to do that, you're able to pass that knowledge on to your clients uh, and the word of mouth that you're going to get from that on how great of a trainer you are and how much you care uh, is going to allow you to reach your goals of having your own gym someday, in my opinion. Italy, what's going on? Check out my new feeding time video, Tarantino's Vegan Italian Restaurant. <laughs> Good question there. 
uh, what are my thoughts on the transgender athletes competing against women uh, against women athletes or, or vice versa? I'm not I'm completely uh, familiar with all of this as far as what's going on. I saw some like memes and different things. Shit, I think I even posted one. The um, <clears throat> I think they eventually just need to have their own class. I think there's too many variables in that. And I think it, it, you need to have a, a new gender class. I think in the early, I don't know what the, how many athletes there are, but I think if you, you just make an entirely different class, you eliminate any of these problems, right? And that would be, I look for the, what's the easiest, most logical, common sense approach to this. Because otherwise, we're now dealing with personal opinion on what someone thinks is right, not right, hormone levels. There's too many variables at play. And it's not fair to everyone involved. Life's not fair at the end of the day either. But it's, this is, I think, you just create a new class. And I think, I think that, what issues are there then? There's none. And I think everybody wins in that with that right there. Yeah, the jackfruit, I don't, I mean, I, they, they have it in certain foods. Uh, it doesn't have a ton of protein, though maybe some does, um, but it actually could be, I know you could use it to cook some pretty badass vegan things. Yeah, thank you for agreeing. I just look at it like from a, if there's enough athletes, and even I think if even if you do it, even if there's one and they're not going to compete against, eventually there will be. And I think we just eliminate any issues with that. And maybe that would help encourage more to, to go for it. And um, it's not going anywhere. Right. So I just think we, and we have to learn uh, because we've done things a certain way. That's great. We, you do have to evolve and adapt and change and, and adjust and things as we continue to evolve as a species and, uh, and go on. You just, rather than try to like put a square in a circle, let's just, Create a new class. Problem solved. I had a great Fourth of July. It was. It was. I actually had a very, very good Fourth of July. Thank you. Umer, but uh, this is a good. Uh, what's the best feed me more supplements for weight loss? I would look into our Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner. That is our bestseller. I just posted a photo. It was shared on our Instagram account. Uh, man, with a, I think it was H Town Girls Dad, Girl Dad, uh, that shared it. Uh, his amazing transformation using Feed Me More Nutrition and the Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner. Real person, real results. And I, I can't. I, I had nothing to do with it. And, and he shared it, uh, and then we get the images done. Um, I think that will greatly help you if you do the work. I would look into adding, you know, maybe stacking it with the Wake Up Unlimited Energy. I, I think it stacks very well with that. Uh, or if you don't want quite as much stimulants, that the the brain feed and the shell shock work very well together as well. You won't man, you won't go wrong with feeding more nutrition. It is the real deal. I have not thought about politics. I think politics are corrupt. And I think that you um, or I, I look at a guy like Tony Robbins uh, is to me a very motivational person that has more influence than people in politics. 
And I think sharing beliefs and ideas and communicating with people uh, can have a a much greater profound effect. Uh, And then you're not caught up in in that game of lobbyists and people. um, I think it's a very dangerous thing, which is why I think you don't really see too many. I think people that are honest that get into it can't stay honest because of the nature of politics. I've never, I've never been drawn to even learn about politics. I have such a bad vibe with it on all of it. It's so corrupt. It's just so, but at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. I think I'm better served out of that environment. I think I make too much sense. Common sense is a thing of the past as well. Do I think a Nexus return at SummerSlam can happen? I, I think anything could happen, um, but I don't. I don't. I, I'm not. I, I think with what's going on with me with WWE and what they're doing to me and my social media is just too personal. I don't think I ever have anything to do with them ever again. There's not been one phone call on their part. There's nothing. No apology. They are suppressing my social media. They are trying to ruin my life. I want nothing to do with them. I, you know. It, If things, there's just so many problems with what they're doing. I'm going to win the Ryback trademark. I'm going back to pro wrestling and I'm going to kick ass and I'm going to live my life and I'm going to make sure I get everything fixed and it is what it is. And my best years are going to be known from not wrestling there. My opinion. That said, anything is always possible, but I don't, I don't, I do not foresee that happening. Yeah, the fat-burning supplements we have is very low caffeine. What I would do, though, if you do have high blood pressure, one, I would make sure your sodium consumption is 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 where it needs to be. That's the quickest fix on that, getting that under control. Um, but I would I would have the label and, sh- and show uh, your physician the label uh, and just to make sure, and they, they will usually be able to give you, uh, if they're good, a definitive answer on that. But we use all natural ingredients, a lot green coffee, bean matcha, green tea, uh, cayenne pepper, cool cayenne, the ginger, the Asian ginseng, L-carnitine, acai berry, uh, apple cider vinegar. There's The ingredients are kick-ass that we use in that, uh, which could actually be beneficial to blood pressure. But with that said, there's a little bit of 40 milligrams of caffeine per serving, um, which isn't a lot, but there's a little. And uh, I always say, always check with your physician because I'm not a doctor. <clears throat> yep, the success isn't owned. Uh, success isn't owned, owned. It's rented, and the rent is due every day. I've got that back there, and I'm a big believer. Um, it's over here on the Instagram video. You can see it. Uh, and I got it another spot in my house as well, uh, just to remind me not to be uh, content with what I've done in the past uh, and with where I want to go in the future. Uh, every day is an opportunity uh, to improve in one way, shape, or form, one and, and, and just that hashtag hungry mindset that I preach and I've trademarked and that and it's it is my just do it of my Nike logo. It is the the hungry 
is the just do it for the feed me more mindset, the feed me more nutrition brand, um, which is why we have that the feed me more nutrition hungry. And it, it and it's in all areas of life. And I, I tell people I'm not in the supplement business. I'm in the self empowerment business. I sell supplements as part of being in the uh, self uh, empowerment business and helping people empower themselves through our mindset that has helped me uh, overcome adversity and get me to where I, I am in life and where I want to continue to go. Uh, and it, you got to every day and you can still, and it's a balance in all areas of life. With that guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up tonight's show. I appreciate you all always joining me here on the Ryback show. As always, Feed Me More Nutrition, save 20% on feedmemore.com with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. We have our spin and win uh, wheel. We have a new blog on sodium. I highly encourage you all to check out under the, the nutrition section on the blogs on the website on feedmemore.com. And uh, our spin and win wheel where you can save up to 35%. But if you just, you've already signed up for everything, you can always just save 20% listening to the show. Discount code RYBACKSHOW20. Thank you guys very much. Have a great evening. Stay hungry. Feed me more.